fruits are always slower than vegetables, and ours are no exception. It's been three years since we planted our first fruits. And I guess this year, for the first year, we're beginning to see real results. Welcome to Longleaf Breeze, subsistence farmers using three simple principles, approaching but never reaching subsistence. It's got to be fun while we're doing it, and we don't make all misstatements. And now, Lee and Amanda Borden. Thanks, Adrian, and welcome to our podcast of July 26, 2012. It's fun to go out and look at the orchard fruits. This year, we actually have fruits. The past three years, we've had some trees that we people would come to the farm and say, well... Those are fruit trees, <laughs> that's an apple tree, that's a pear tree, peach tree, but of course they were just little things with no fruit on them. But this year, for the first time, we have apples on some of the trees. Isn't that fun? It is so fun, and one that actually, an Anna, I guess, that turned pink. We had an Anna apple, and mm-hmm. I just ate what I think is a southern gold apple. Oh, was it good? It was. It was, had a little wormhole in it, Aww. but it was delicious. Good. Very good. Well, this is exciting, and, and we've had some figs. Those LSU gold figs are great. Gigantic figs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, a little deceptive because you, you keep expecting them to turn reddish when they're ripe, and these don't. They just get kind of a more yellowish mm-hmm. than green. But they're and, sweet and they're big and juicy. So. And if you're not careful, they're not just sweet. They're fig wine. Um, yeah. So we need to sort of stay on top of those and pick them. Not, don't wait until after their time to pick them. Mm-hmm. And then uh, did you see any pears yet? We had one pear that is not quite ready. It was a kefir. Okay. And that's looking good, but um, not quite ready. So I decided to leave it on the tree for good, a while. Good. And uh, what? tell me about the persimmons. Well, the persimmons are an interesting case. We had two nice-looking persimmons. It was very promising early in the spring, but both of them just dropped off during the season. Hmm. I don't know why. Um, I don't know whether it's something that we've done to cause that or whether that's something that normally happens with a young persimmon, but for whatever reason, we've got um, two fruits that just dropped off on the ground, so we don't have any... Uh, usable fruit from the persimmon tree. And it was on a tree that was two years old, is that right? That's right. So it may be another year before we get much meaningful fruit from them. And I know the muscadines are looking really good. There are lots of muscadines forming. This year is going to be the first year that we really have genuine production in muscadines, meaning we're going to have enough so that we can um, eat them, give them away, I doubt if we'll have enough to make wine, but we'll have a lot of muscadines this year. Good. Which will be fun. And um, I noticed, of course, we'd already talked earlier in the season about the fact that we didn't have peaches. That we just, we think it's... Yeah, we did not have any peaches this year. Was it cold enough? Didn't have chill hours? We think it's because of insufficient chilling hours. We did not, we have not said anything about the blueberries this program. Um, And it probably bears repeating that this was a great year for blueberries for us. They're doing well. Uh, so far, no plums, right? No plums at all. Don't and know why. Um, the I've been reading about the the varieties of plum. We have the Bruce plums, yes, which are um, in what we call the old orchard, mm-hmm. um, undistinguished fruit. Hmm. So, don't get your hopes up. Okay. The 
Ozark Premier plums, on the other hand, are supposed to be delicious and rather large. And we have two Ozark Premier plums flanking a methylene plum. So when those do come into production, those should be pretty nice, pretty we good fruit. We hope that yeah. we will get decent quality fruit from the Ozark Premier. That's good. And of course, earlier we had talked about the blackberries and the strawberries too. And, and even though the strawberries are, are not in the orchard there on Veg Hill, we had some good production from those as well. We so. did, and we had fairly good production from the blackberries, although I continue to be concerned that they are not as sweet as I would like. Yeah. Um, so, well, that's good. And and we've talked about, um, of course, nothing on the pomegranate front yet. So we'll... Well, you know, we if you remember, we started out the year with the wonderful uh, having a tiny little pomegranate on it. And then it dropped off. Yeah. At some point. And I don't know why, but, you know, that... We never really expected to have fruit no. on that one this oh. year. It's brand new. So we just play the waiting game and... Be, but but I think our point is it's nice to finally have some production after waiting for three years. So exactly, we and we are it. seeing some results. We are hopeful that each year now will result in more fruit, although we understand there will be good years and there will be bad years. Mm-hmm. This probably goes down as a bad year anyway because of the low chilling hours. Right. So, well, let's talk about some other things that are going on around here. You just got back from the physical therapist. You still have your... Probably arm time injury. to have a little yeah. update on my arm. As most of you know, I um, dislocated my shoulder and damaged my brachial plexus nerve. Water skiing, it's been a little more than three weeks ago now. And um, this we're in the long, slow process of rehabilitation now. The I guess the bad news is we had the gloomiest assessment yet from our orthopedist this week who had been rather upbeat and on Tuesday was taking pains to point out to me that he could not promise that I was going to be 100% ever. And um, I, I understand, I get it, uh, but that didn't help my feelings any. Then um, on the positive front, he did okay the PT folks to begin range of motion with my shoulder and I was able to get my arm raised up a pretty good bit. And that helps my feelings because I see if I can begin getting my arm up, I may be able to get that swelling under control. And That's the swelling is a, yeah. is a huge issue for me right now. All right, all right. And, you know, I heard the same talk from the doctor you did. And what I remember most, not so much that he was gloomy or, you know, trying to take pains to point that out. I think what he said is, this is a big injury, and it's going to require a lot of patience. And yes, he did. He said how how much recovery you'll get, he couldn't promise. But he, we still know that you don't have um, a um, what was the word again? The the nerves avulsion. avulsion of your nerves. We don't have breakage in the nerves, so as opposed to stretching. So that's good. He looked at the MRI. You know, I I don't see any reason to be um, too gloomy about it except to say that it is like you said it's we're in this for the long haul it's a, it's going to be a long drawn out recovery and it's going to require a lot of patience on both yeah, of our parts exactly and learning and my learning to do new things and um, since you don't you weren't able to mow our son-in-law Eli 
did Boy, the mowing today. It sure is great to have Eli's help. He got out there with the quick dually uh, beginning or fairly early this afternoon and was mowing most of the time I was gone, and it looks great. He's mown all of the yard around the barn here. He took off the blueberry strip and, in fact, mowed the entire orchard. So thank yeah. you, Eli. We really appreciate yeah. that. So we're, um, you know, we're, we're making adjustments as we can to the situation. We also had another big development this past week, actually a very good one. Uh, this lodge that we've been working on up the hill all the past year, well, we finally moved our stuff out of storage on Saturday and into the lodge. Well, some of it's in the lodge, some of it's yeah. just in boxes. But Which is not to say that we're moved in. Right, um, but we moved it out of a storage unit. How about that? What we can say is that we now have everything we own concentrated here at the farm. So we can take our time. Yeah, and we can take our time. And we have Unpacking. Eli and Adrian's help. But we've had their help the last couple of days. And next week, Joe and Michelle will be joining us. And we hope that Joe will be able to help us right. with some of our moving and in Smith. activity. Very importantly, Smith, our grandson, will be here. Oh, I'm sure he will be lots and lots of help. He'll be fun. Yeah. That's all that matters. It's fun. <laughs> <laughs> but um, we also have uh, noticed that the power bills have been a little bit higher. <laughs> Eli and Adrian are uh, fans of air conditioning, and it is telling on our power bill. There's a reason we designed these buildings so they can be comfortable without air conditioning, and we are being reminded of it here. Um, it's been interesting to see what our power bill has done simply with the uh, operation of the heat pump in the lodge. However, like any other guest, um, including anybody who comes to see us, we do welcome people who would rather stay in air conditioning. We want them to be comfortable. So Absolutely. We've, we've encouraged them to use the air conditioning if they wanted to. And to be perfectly frank with you, I'm going up there to have dinner with them this evening, as are you. And it went up to 99 degrees. It's about 98 degrees outside right now. And I'm really looking forward to walking into their air conditioned space to have dinner. <laughs> you know, I'm interestingly enough, I'm not sure that looking forward is the right emotion for me because I am aware that Spending time in the air-conditioned lodge makes us less comfortable in the unair-conditioned apartment of the pole barn. So I'm, I will enjoy hanging out with Adrian and Eli tonight. But I am aware that you know we all we always talk about what how valuable it is to get used to it. Mm -hmm. We're used to it, but spending time up there in there in air conditioning keeps us from being used to it. Well. That's one way to look at it. It also gives me a little relief for a while, so that's yeah. fine. And I have lots of things to do up there. Um, we also are letting some things go. Almost have to. Um, Veg Hill does not look the way you'd like for it to look. Doesn't, no. like, doesn't look the way I would like for it to look. But we're going to give ourselves permission to let it uh, deteriorate for a little bit here while we're struggling with all of the crises we face. Um, we hope that we will get some functionality back in my arm soon. And when we do, we will raise the bar again and uh, <laughs> expect more of ourselves. But right now, we just need to get through each, excuse me, get through each day. That having been said, I'm still harvesting an awful lot of food from out yeah, there. Yeah, you brought in a great looking basket yeah. of veg. And I go today. out, I go out and I weed as much as I can. Like I was out there yes, day before yesterday and 
today, weeding some, harvesting some, came in with two baskets full of fruit plus two watermelons. Um, so we're, um, you know, we're eating what we grow. We're not starving. And I do plan to plan to plant a fall garden. So it's just it's just going to take time. I probably won't be as ambitious. I had all these plans for starting seed for the fall garden and probably now I'll just go back down to the hardware store where they sell the and get the transplants. The transplants from Bonnie plants and put those in the ground. But it's like you said, I give myself permission to do that this year. And we continue to struggle, as do many of you here in North America with this extreme heat and humidity. Like you said, it was 99 degrees today. That's not that unusual here. Mm -hmm. um, it's all the way back down to 98 degrees here at uh, about 5.30 in the afternoon. Um, so we just uh, get by the best we can, take cool showers when we can, drink lots of water, try to confine our working outdoors to the cooler parts of the day as if there are cooler parts of the day although Eli and I did not do that today we were, yeah, both out, were out there, there in the heat of it although as we have learned the cooler afternoons tend to be less stressful to your body than mornings in the summertime here in Elmore County because they tend to be cloudier but it wasn't today today was sunny okay the clothes dried in no time. I, I hung two loads of clothes out on the backyard clothesline, and they that sun dried those like crazy. But uh, yeah, it was pretty. It was pretty intense out yeah. there. So I'm glad to be inside now. Well, that's about all the time we have for today. We went overtime last time, so it's probably better that we cut this podcast a little bit shorter this week. But uh, we will be talking to you again next month, where we hope August will bring us a little bit cooler temperatures. Have a good week. You've been listening to Longleaf Breeze with Lee and Amanda Borden. You can call the farm at 334-625-8682. Send email to letters at longleafbreeze.com. Our address is P.O. Box 780-446, Tallahassee, Alabama, 36078. Visit us at longleafbreeze.com to learn more about the farm, to browse our archive, and to look over our planting database. You can also read the daily farm log and check in with Lee and Amanda. That's longleafbreeze.com. Thanks for listening. See you next week.